Hello, hello, and welcome back to Mindfully Rich Podcast, your weekly look at life and finances with a twist where we talk about improving your overall relationship with money and building better financial habits. On each episode, I'll discuss real life situations and give y'all practical advice. The point of this podcast is to help you stay in your financial lane so you won't end up broke. I'm your creator and host, Richie. Now, let's jump into today's conversation. What's up, y'all? We back, we back. And let me just go ahead and throw this out there. Have y'all peeped the consistency? Look at the consistency going on with the podcast. Every week, Monday on the dot. Okay, I just had to go ahead, throw that out there. (laughs) But... I always like to start off with gratitude. Thank y'all so much. The podcast is growing so much. Like, have y'all been peeping the podcast IG page? Let me tell you what, okay? Your girl is posting consistently. All right, got the Mindfully Rich prayers, also the affirmations, the videos that I've been posting. Okay, I'm on it now, all right? We started off small but mighty, all right? Small but mighty, but we didn't grow. We almost at a thousand followers over there on the podcast page so y'all continue to listen continue to share i mean share this thing far and wide okay even if you don't know if somebody could use this information go ahead and share y'all are the only reason why i do this y'all are the reason why the podcast is growing so continue to listen continue to share and don't forget to go ahead and write a review if you are listening i think it's apple podcast if you're listening on apple podcast Write the review, please. All the reviews, they help. Please, please, please. Yes, I'm going to say please, please, please. That's a song. That's a temptation song. I can't think of it right now. It's a song. (laughs) But write a review. And once again, when you're sharing the episode, so say you're on Spotify, you could just click share and it'll let you text it, put it on your social media, whatever it is that you do. But don't forget to tag me. And so the social media platform of choice for me is IG. I'm at mindfully underscore rich underscore podcast. And so if y'all haven't checked out last week's episode, the episodes before that, go ahead and listen because this month for the month of August, I have a money and relationship series that's going on and it's been popping. Okay. It's been really good. Y'all been reaching out to let me know how y'all feeling about it. And I just love to see it. Like I, I love feedback. I love feedback. So continue to share that with me. And I'm glad that y'all are enjoying it. And we're going to go ahead and keep that momentum going with our love and relationship series. I'm sorry, money and relationship series. Look at me thinking about love, not in love, but you know what? Ha, Lord. (laughs) But anyways, this week, we're going to get a little deep, y'all. I'm talking about you and your partner and or spouse readiness to get alone together because check this out trusting your money with somebody that's already hard okay i know that that's hard but getting alone with them child please that's a whole nother commitment okay because alone is a contracted commitment not that y'all making with each other but y'all making that to a bank a credit union or a finance company that's a lot okay and y'all are agreeing to both pay them back regardless of where y'all stand. So that's a huge commitment. And so I was like, let's go ahead and tackle getting a loan together. Because from my experience, I've been in the financial industry coming up on 15 years in November. And 
Y'all, I didn't seen some stuff, especially when it comes to loans. So I was like, let me go ahead and drop a few gems down for everybody, especially if you're in a relationship right now, you're thinking about getting a loan with your partner or with your spouse. Now, of course, it feels like a given when you're married that we should go ahead and get a loan together. Not everybody get loans together. All right. I did it in my marriage. Okay. That was just something that that was a choice that just kind of happened. I don't know. To be honest with you, I just think it was just God. All right. But there are people who feel like it's just a given. It might be, there may be things that you want to get together. It's not always that way where spouses get on loans together. You do have options and we're going to go over that today. So let's go ahead and jump into today's mindful money moment. And for all of my new listeners out there, how I started this podcast off, I believe for the first 25 episodes and you know, you can see some sprinkles in between. I would take one of my favorite songs and use that title as the topic point. And so today I'm using Gucci Mane, one of my favorite artists, my daughter's fave, okay? My daughter love her some Gucci Mane. And I'm taking his song, I Think I Love Her. And the topic we're talking about is the two qualities needed in a relationship before getting a loan together. All right, so the focus today, y'all, I'm talking about partners and or spouses making a commitment to get a loan together. All right. So before I jump into those qualities, I want to go ahead and go over the basics. What is a loan? All right. A loan is when you borrow a specific amount of money that's expected to be paid back with interest. All right. When you're obtaining a loan, both people, if there are two people on a loan are responsible for paying that loan back. All right. When you are trying to obtain a loan, whether that's an individual loan or that's with someone else, you have to apply for that loan. You will also have to qualify for that loan because that particular financial institution or that finance company is going to have specific qualifications in place just to determine if you are someone that they would give a loan. All right. When they're looking at those qualifications, they may be checking out to see how long you've been on your job, how much gross income you make monthly in relation to the amount of debt that you're already carrying that's showing on your credit report. There are going to be different factors. Say if you're getting an auto loan or a mortgage loan, they're going to need to look at the collateral because the vehicle itself is collateral. The home itself is what's called collateral. They're going to evaluate the condition of that collateral and also the value of that collateral. Lots of people don't know this, but when you're getting, say, the vehicle or mortgage loan, you can be declined if that piece of collateral isn't worth what you're trying to purchase it for. Yes, you can be declined for that because they are not going to allow you to purchase something over the amount of what is valued. So just a little heads up on that, just to give you a little insider information there. There are also certain loans, like say a personal loan, that's going to require you to have a certain range of credit score. If you have, I'm going to give you an example, base example, 620 and under, some financial institutions won't give you a personal loan. And a personal loan is just money that they're giving you. Say you go and just say, hey, I need $1,000. I need $2,000, dollars $5,000. They won't give you that specific loan because there isn't any collateral attached to that. So you have to have a specific credit score range in order to qualify for that. So I just wanted to give y'all a few 
basic details when it comes to applying for a loan and what's required to get a loan, which are certain qualifications. And each financial institution is going to be different. Now, I'm going to go ahead and jump into the two qualities I believe you and your partner and or spouse need before y'all obtain a loan together. The first quality is responsibility. Y'all both got to be two responsible people. I mean, on y'all own, not dependent on the other person. Like responsible people pay their bills on time. Okay. That's just true T. They pay their bills on time. They not gonna sit and wait for you to tell them that they bill is due. They just responsible. Okay. So you want to make sure that y'all both are responsible on your own and not dependent on the other person when it comes to paying your bills on time, doing things in life as a whole, hell, just being responsible. Okay. That next quality is accountability. That person is cool with accountability. They hold accountability high in their life. Like that's something that they're making sure that if I have this particular thing that I have to do, I'm the one that's accountable for making sure that it gets done regardless of who else does it. They need to have accountability. So responsibility and accountability, those two qualities go work hand in hand when it comes to you determining if you are going to go on a loan with your spouse and or partner. And here's the reason why. This is what a lot of people don't understand when it comes down to loans. So say you're getting a loan, your spouse or your partner decides they're going to be a co-signer or they just want to be a joint borrower with you. It don't even reg- it don't even matter how it's listed on the loan. Y'all both responsible. Okay? Because what'll happen is and what I've seen in my experience is you'll get a loan together depending on how long that loan term is. So a loan term can be one year or up to 30 years, depending on what type of loan it is. Okay. So say y'all fall out, you and your partner and or spouse, y'all fall out and you decide I'm not paying their loan because normally when two people get a loan together, they have held that this loan belongs to one of the people. I don't know why, but that's just how it go. Okay, especially when it comes to vehicles. This is their loan. That's how it begins to start being referenced. All right. And if y'all fall out and you decide, oh, I'm not paying this because this day loan. All right. That's not good accountability. Okay. That ain't that ain't good responsibility right there. Because both of y'all will be on that loan. So regardless of y'all falling out, regardless of what y'all feelings is at that specific time, the loan is still gonna come due. Each and every month, regardless of what y'all relationship is doing, y'all got to be ready for that. Y'all got to be strong on that. All right. That's the reason why y'all got to have some good accountability. All right. And what happens is, especially when it comes to married folks, when married folks, when they get alone together and they fall out and they go through a divorce child, they think that that divorce decree is going to tell everything Judge said that this was your loan. I'm not paying on it no more. But see, this is the thing that people don't understand. Married people don't understand when they get a divorce. Yes, the judge has said this vehicle belongs to such and such or the house needs to be refinanced in such and such as name. They're going to have to, once again, apply and qualify in order to take the other person's name off of the loan. All right. So regardless if that divorce decree says 
this belongs to them or this belongs to you and you need to refinance, you have to qualify. That's the reason why I went over what applying and qualifications look like. So you can understand that. All right. And sometimes, especially in a marriage, depending on how long those people have been married and what their life looks like now, they can't qualify for that personal loan, for that home, for that vehicle on their own. They needed the other person in order to qualify. All right. And so the other person will just say, hey, if they not paying, that's on them. But your credit is being affected, too, because when two people are on a loan together, Y'all, credit is being affected the same way. And let me tell you what, a missed payment is not a blemish that you want on your credit report. It is the number one rule to maintaining a healthy credit report and score is making sure that your bills are paid on time, okay? So when you are going on a loan jointly with your partner, with your spouse, you got to make sure that that is something that y'all are not only willing to do right now, but in the future, that's going to be something that y'all still ready for, that y'all are still good with because it's affecting you not only now, but into that future, especially depending on what the term is. If that term y'all getting on the loan together, that term is five years. All right. For five years, we don't know what's going to happen, <laughs> but we're going to have to be straight for these five years. If you going on a home together, baby. <laughs> shoot that 15 30 years all right y'all making sure y'all gonna hold it down together because if you don't it's y'all still okay that's y'all property oh and don't let it come down to y'all get a house together you're not married y'all break up and now you decide that you want a house on your own but you own this house child i, I don't even want to go into what that even looks like but just understand if you are going to be financially sound enough to hold two homes, <laughs> so I'm in California, so I'm just looking at, say, a couple who gets a $300,000 plus home and they break up and they're on a mortgage together and that person trying to qualify by themselves after they break up, that's going to be a hard thing for some to do. Not saying everybody, because I know some people out there that can do it. Okay, but that's a hard thing for some people to do. And then for the other person to say, all right, I want to go get a house myself and try to have two mortgages. It happens, y'all. That's the reason why you want to make sure that your spouse and or partner, y'all are ready to get a loan and y'all both exhibit responsibility and accountability. This goes beyond trust. Now, once again, like I said, with everything else I've been talking about, when you are deciding to get a loan, with your significant other, that is a personal choice. This information that I'm sharing with y'all is just to give you some insight and give you some perspective, okay? You got to make that decision. That's going to be, it's on you, baby. That's one of my songs, okay? <laughs> That's going to be on you. So I am hoping that the information that I shared today has been beneficial and helpful for y'all. In determining if you want to go on a loan with your significant other. So just some housekeeping real quick. If you would like to sponsor the Mindful Money Moments, you can go ahead and email me at mindfullyrich at gmail.com. Also, if you would like to advertise and brand with the podcast, go ahead and email me. I would love for you to do so. And if you would like to send 
you know, a church donation to the podcast. The cash app is dollar sign rich e85 always appreciate any love offerings and once again just want to say thank y'all so much for listening thank you thank you just for being here i appreciate it we are 69 episodes in look at us okay i'm saying us because you know i do this for y'all so 69 episodes in if you're not following the podcast on social media my platform of choice is ig i'm at mindfully underscore rich underscore podcast got lots of good stuff on the page going and other than that i just want y'all to live life mindfully intentionally and on purpose and until next time when i hit y'all with another one